0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster
1: with comedian Tara Devlin.
2: What's up? Is everything too loud? Hello, it's loud. I don't know. I always have audio problems on this fucking show. What's up, everybody? I'm sorry I haven't been able to do a show this week. It's been one of those weeks I overextended myself again. And uh, that's because, you know, I got to do... I'm a freelancer and I have to take jobs and I can't say no because I feel like the jobs are going to dry up if I say no. And then I get... I I have a lot of work. So I end up working all day and all night (laughs) and I have no time. So... All right, if you can become a patron, please do at patreon.com Tara Devlin. And I swear to God, one of these days, I will. I'll open up the YouTube, uh, what do you call it, uh, subscriptions, give people a different option if they want to support the show. I swear to God, I'll do it. I got to do, uh, there's so many things I have to do. And it just, it feels like it piles up and Whatever. Whatever, I can't get overwhelmed, right. Thank you, Jonathan, on the chat. It's not your fault. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's validation, and I've, but I do feel bad. And I also, because I, I have so many other things I need to do. Like, I know I need to make more short videos. <laughs> it's really bothering me. And I have, I mean, it's just the time. That's why, if anybody knows, you know, if you can contact me, if you know of any... AI tools that might help streamline the process. I'm sure that stuff is coming up. And if you know that, if you know of any, let me know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, GG? right, because we got so much to talk about and I love you guys and I miss you guys and, yeah, I just don't know what to say. It sucks. And I see that others, I see others, you know, that are doing like they're going like boom 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 making videos making and i'm like what the fuck i and i love i, I want to do it i want to stay in the game here so even if it's just a little tiny niche it's our niche right okay oh yeah thank you guys yeah it does it sounds good in my headphones too what's the, what the hell is going on what, what's the difference i didn't do anything different maybe i don't know let's not because people are, oh sorry I didn't explain myself. The audio sounds good. Well, yeah, what else would sound good? Not the video. Okay, whatever. I'm, I'm getting ridiculous here. Let's get the show going. This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat right out of the gate. We have a lot to talk about, And but I was thinking before um, I started the show, um that you know how many more well i guess that's what i named the show how many more will die for republican lies how many more um i don't really want to know the answer to that but uh, but you know why because let's start here and i guess we can all we can connect the dots I'm sh- I don't know if you saw this. Well, everything that's going on. The wildfires in Hawaii. The the news that the that suicide rates in the United States have reached an all-time high. I saw that today and let me just play this. Well, and we've talked about this, how death deaths of despair are on the rise in the United States. They're in record numbers. Why? Of course, I know why. You know why we talk about it on the show. But it seems like it's a big mystery to everybody else. It's because of the... I mean, for putting aside the fact that we have to share the same country with, with a bunch of morons who are never satisfied and we'll talk about that too how hunter biden how they appointed a special prosecutor how republicans have been calling for a special prosecutor in the hunter biden yeah because this is such a great uh, pivotal thing that's going on for america we must know what happened when hunter biden was smoking crack i mean it's and also uh, his business dealings. How dare the son of a powerful man sell or not? What was he doing? Uh, have influence because of his connections? Let's uh, okay. If that's what you want to talk about, I'm all I, I, you, you see how ridiculous these people are. Don't look at the Trumps, look at the Bidens uh, whose tax returns we know of. We've seen Joe Biden's tax returns and he made like $500,000 last year him and his wife cuz they reported that's what they reported. Oh, I guess you, we, we're supposed to believe they have this is some great crime family. Well, th- I, I don't I only see one one um, so-called politician who received fewer votes taking a shit on a golden toilet, okay? And, and I don't I only see one I don't see, you know. They they say this. He's such a he's such a bumbling fool. But this is a crime family. It's such re- It's so goddamn it, tedious to be infuriating. I, I'm I'm sick of it. And then of course they were upset that the special counsel was appointed. Does anybody else give a shit if Hunter Biden? Committed crimes, let him pay the price for them. Who cares? Like the rest of us. If we commit a crime, we will pay the price. So, okay, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. I got to get better at just doing a tease, but we'll talk more about it. But um, anyway, the, uh, the. Let me. Where the hell is this? Let's start here with this and MSNBC. They gave the statistic about how suicides are going up through the roof here in the United States of serfs and lords. And well, let's play it. First,
3: we want to tell you about a tragic milestone. Suicides in the United States hit an all time high last year. According to the CDC, 49,449 people took their own lives in 2022, that is up 2.6% since 2021. And let this sink in, the Associated Press notes, available data suggests suicides are more common in the US than at any time since the dawn of World War II. For all of you watching, please know there is always help there for you or your loved ones. If you feel alone, please know you are not. Really, help is available twenty four seven through the suicide and crisis lifeline. You can just call or text nine eight eight. Oh, okay,
2: but then we'll be right back. Do you what's your what's your insurance? What's your copay? Is this in network? Nine uh, eight eight lifeline dot org is that in network or out of network? Does your insurance cover mental health care or? Is would that be out of network? What's your deductible? Is do you have uh you know um do you have a what is the well co insurance? Is that your main insurance or your co insurance or your do you, uh, did you meet your deductible this year? Do you have, have I mean what about your prescription plan? Do you have a prescription plan? It's what's your car- who's your carrier? Fuck it. Um, I love. Here's the thing. They they talk about connecting the dots. This is what we hear all the time. Oh, we failed to connect the dots. Well, here we go again because it's it's the same symptom of or the same uh the same action whatever that the corporate media takes because when they're like oh we're so divided and they don't look in the mirror. Well, why are we so divided? It's because they constantly divide us in the country. We are always divided. Now, when I'm listening to this news report about you are not alone. That's bullshit. And people know it. It's all just it's it's platitude. You're not alone? You're you're definitely alone in this country. You're on your own, and that's the way they like it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. If you don't, you fall on hard times, tough shit. You know, they're still fighting for mental health parity in this country, meaning that, that they have to treat mental health, illness, or mental whatever. If You want to get help for your mental health. It's the same as if you were getting help, help for physical Ailment, but because any reason not to pay for health care, the insurance companies are going to take it because that's not—they're not in the business of paying for health care. They are in the business of denying care, and it's absolutely unbelievably disgusting and ridiculous and. I'm sick of it. Okay? I don't know about you, but I'm sick of I'm sick of uh, everybody washing their hands. This the power structure. Oh, we're so divided. But do you notice it's like on us, right? As as usual. It's not the system that's broken. It's you. You see? And I'm not so you know, some people crush. They they I mean they uh they break under the pressure. And you need help. But what does it say about a country, or what does the, what's the message in a country where um, you're you don't get you don't have health care, where a country that's like oh well, right when Republicans scream let them die. When asked if wh- what do you do, what do you do when a if someone who is in a Um, in a, in a motorcycle accident, that was the, uh, that was, that was the analogy they gave or the example. What do you do when someone in a motorcycle accident shows up at the emergency room with catastrophic um, illness or injury and the Republicans in the audience shout, let them die. This is yes, exactly. Haiku on the chat. Thank you, Republicans. Thank you. This is the world we live in because of them. Every attempt we've tr- every time we've tried to move forward, they've stood in the way, keeping us divided. And. <sighs> You know, it's it's really, the question has to be asked again. How much longer are we going to take it? How much longer? I, I, and I know eventually, one day, we will overcome this bullshit. But we all have to recognize. I mean, maybe it won't be in my lifetime. But maybe what I, I, I know it's not going to last because young people are not going to put up with this shit forever and ever because they know the difference between the youth of today and the youth of my day was that we did we grew up in a smaller world we didn't have access to uh, friends all over the world where you could just get on your phone and talk to them uh, and chat constantly or whatever just uh, young people today know that we have, a, we have a raw deal here in the United States because they, they have friends in other countries that can go to the doctor when they're sick and not have to worry about a bill, not have to worry if, they're, if they can afford it. They go. And, but the, on top of that, it's the psychological effects of the fact that we that we have this system of I got mine sucks to be you. What's your insurance? Well, oh, you know I don't have insurance. I, I remember having so many arguments during the um, Obamacare when that was happening because I felt I was uh, a, I would I was relieved that this was finally happening. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna finally have universal health care in this country. It's like um, one of my my uh, my pet peeves and and it's not and and I tell you it's not because because here's the other thing that I I get irritated by Republicans besides everything else is that they always they say things when I get contacted you know because of this show they'll say oh it's because you you need this I was telling you about the student loan and I did a video about how. Um, yeah. You know, student loan forgiveness helps all of us, and some bitch on the you know left the fucking comment. She's like, "Oh, that? It, you mean it helps you, don't you?" Fuck you. Okay, I'm pissed tonight. I just was gonna say it's gonna be salty, and um, and I was like, "No," I, I said. I paid off my loans. I had student loans, and I paid them off years ago. So you know, it's not about me. I see. What am I going to say? Oh, we uh, you have to have the same exact shitty experience I had or are you that are you that selfish? Are you that goddamn stupid? Some people are. Of course they are. So, but to not see the bigger picture how when you allow some well, well when it's not even allow, it is investing. Invest in the youth and in, in the future and you get the rewards. Everybody, everybody reaps the benefit of a civilized society where young people aren't uh, walking around as indentured servants to banks and that they can establish themselves they could get out of the, out of their parents' home or whatever and they could buy homes instead of renting homes from fucking billionaires cuz that's what's going on they buy up the properties you know that used to be the american dream you would buy your home raise a family or whatever raise some cats in my in my case and uh and then you would you know be able to pass on that wealth to your you know, especially well if you're white, I should say that's a whole other conversation. But uh, you'll you pass on your wealth to your family, and that's how you create intergenerational you know wealth. That's why white families have uh, the well, I think I can now. I, I think it's like a hundred thousand um, dollar family wealth as opposed to um african-american families which are like ten thousand dollars it's a it's a wide gap but that that is a whole other conversation and but you know what i'm saying but when young people can't get established because they're paying off their student loans or they're not able to get a um a a job that pays living wages and then on top of it they have to pay medical bills or you know um just the 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 basics of life which you know it's just goddamn ridiculous you know because you have to <laughs> it's a raw deal and you gotta wonder you know how much longer are we going to take it? Because the other thing that I, I, all right, all right, I better, I am uh, starting to, my thoughts are all tripping over themselves and trying to come out of my mouth at once. So, <sighs> because it's what is the purpose of forming a government and a country, especially one that is supposed to promote the general welfare? and then you are nothing, uh, yet again, uh, except a host from which to suck profit and discard, then, uh, you know, that's where you get this feeling of despair, and you're alone, and there's nothing you could do, and you can't dig yourself out of it, especially when, and I remember when um, the Republicans, it was during the Bush administration, where they passed a law where you couldn't, discharge your student loan debt in bankruptcy that's a relatively new scam that the republicans inflicted on the American people so you know I, I saw this this, uh, this video of, of perjury trader green who is uh, I mean one of the worst people that probably ever squatted in the, in the Capitol. hold on a second We'll be right back. We'll finish. We'll finish the thought. And uh, so I was. Where is this? Oh, here it is. She's such a. She's such a monster. This woman.
3: Seniors on a fixed income. Oh, it's or very low. Between paying rent and being able to buy their medications.
2: That I I recorded it off my phone.
3: People, people are
2: drowning. Oh, the, okay. Time. Putting aside, <laughs> this is the thing. She can't. She's an ignorant moron. I can't. I write and I repeat myself on purpose because she deserves. She is. The, she's like a double moron. She's moron plus D- drowning. Not only does she say important, she says drowning. How much more tedious can this woman get?
4: Seniors I don't want to know
2: the answer to that. Are All right, so she say that... Okay, seniors
3: on a fixed income are choosing between paying rent and being able to buy their medications. People people are drowning in inflation and America is failing under Bidenomics. They have no policies They're to run drowning. on. The only thing they can run on is to continue smearing President Trump's...
2: People are drowning and... Coming from a party that, what, blocked the uh, $35 insulin that was supposed to go for everybody, right? They block every attempt to throw people a lifeline. And why do people vote for them? I cannot understand it. I'm sick of it. I'm to the point, and we talk about it on the show, enough is enough. Anybody who votes for these filthy, traitorous morons should be ashamed of themselves. There's something wrong with them. And why do you hate yourself? Now, let's talk about the that viral video of the woman who um, lives in Alabama, right? And she her, she made a video, and she's 100% correct. She made a video of... Uh, expressing the the frustration come on motherfucker i'm talking to myself here drowning can you believe this and can you believe somebody voted for somebody who says drowning and and important who votes for her and they think she's a star And they love her. I don't know. I don't know. I can't handle it. I really can't handle it. What the hell is the goddamn... Drowning. We're drowning out here. Well, I won't play the whole thing. Because I can't find it. I had it. Oh, wait. Maybe it's in here. Maybe... I'm drowning in videos here, so... It's hard to say. Drowning, an important. What is wrong with and and then you know of course the same people who can't say democratic party, but that's all, all on purpose though so, you know the drowning that's a choice. And she's not a child. You see, that's the kind of things I would do when I was a kid. I would say something. I would, because <laughs> I have to tell you, there's all these pictures of me when I was a kid. Uh, when I was, when I was, uh, what? Well, I can't remember how old. When do you get your communion? Whenever that is. Because I was raised Catholic. And I, there's all, all the photos are of me. And I'm smiling like this. Right. <laughs> I was I was trying out a new smile. I was like legit trying it out. I was like I can't do it now. Cuz I'm looking at myself in the in the reflection. It was like it no, it looked better than that, but it was it was, you know, I was like, oh, maybe this smile is going to work for me. And <laughs> All the photos. When I see these photos, I laugh my ass off because, you know, in my child's brain, I was like, "Let me. Um, I think this this new smile is really gonna make a splash," and <laughs> and I would and the same thing with words like drowning and important. Like you would do things like that when you're a child. But you grow up, you grow out of it, especially if you're college educated and you learn how to pronounce things properly as an adult would, as a grown-ass senator or a representative in the friggin' Congress of the United States would, important... It's not a regional accent. It's just she's, a, she's screwing up the word. She sounds like a chick. I mean, a child, a baby. I, I was going to say so many words. That's why I came out as a chick. She sounds like an idiot. So, and there's no, they have no shame. They're not embarrassed to have her. In fact, she's like a leader. And I I, I can't even, I can't forget the image of her on the house floor when the weaker speaker is trying to become the speaker because he wants his name above the door. He he doesn't want the responsibilities. He's he's a weak-ass lickspittle. And she's out on the house floor with her phone. It says DJT. Hey, he wants to speak to you. Fucking, where the fuck? Do we live in a place where everybody's killing themselves? That's where we live. All right, here's the lady. I'm not gonna play her full rant, but you'll get the gist, because she was on Fox and Friends. Fox and Freaks.
0: An Alabama mom going viral for her rant about her millennial Gen Z kids. But not for the reason you might think. She says that she feels helpless as a parent. As the American dream Not becomes increasingly reason. difficult for younger generations to attain,
3: I am so tired of feeling helpless as a parent. Yes, my kids are grown adults. My oldest is 28, my youngest is 25. And I thought by teaching them what I learned, which is you work hard, you get a good job, you're going to get the things in life that you need, right? Worked yeah, for me, thought. why wouldn't it work for them? Because it doesn't, because the world is. Changed. Yes, I understand struggling is a part of life. We all struggled, but there's a difference between struggling and drowning.
0: Drowning. <laughs> and Jessica McCabe, who went viral, joins us live. Jessica, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I, I understand in the aftermath, you've been slammed by a lot of Gen Xers uh, who thought slammed. that the comments were inappropriate, but you were so... Inappropriate? What, what?
2: Who Who thought it was inappropriate? Some people who I guess are still waiting for a trickle or they're begging to be trickled on maybe yeah. some, maybe they were born on third base thinking they hit a triple they don't need to be trickled on but you'll listen to these, these fox and freaks and look at this look at Brian Kildmead's face he's, he's he looks like he's he like you know he smells something foul Is that the way he always looks? ...who read
0: some of the comments actually feels like he's less alone. There are a lot of people in the same boat.
3: Yes, and and I think that's one thing that we need to take away from is that it's not 1988 anymore. We have to, as parents, realize that the economy has changed. I understand inflation, prices always go up, but I think that lately the wages are not keeping up with how big the inflation has gotten, and we have to listen to our children.
0: We're looking at these beautiful pictures. Uh, gosh, you have gorgeous kids and it looks like a grandchild there too. Um, what was your reaction to 11 million people can relate to this and viewed this?
3: That was a, a little unexpected because honestly the reason why I made the videos is because I was so frustrated. I went out yet again with my son to go try to find an apartment he can afford. And we just kept getting backdrops or that's back, half the places I felt like should have been condemned hmm. that he could afford. And the other half, they're wanting four times your rent. They wanted you to show that you can oh, yeah. make four times that. So it was getting frustrated. But I hear all the other Gen Z's and millennials in my comments saying that they finally feel seen because I think us as Gen X, we forget that. It's not the same as it is now for our kids. And we think what we did is they should be able to, too. And we need to be their advocate. I didn't have kids to watch them suffer their entire life.
0: Right. And uh, real quick, uh, are your kids going to change careers? What's what's your advice to them? Did you hear that shit? I was
2: waiting for it. Learn from this, Jessica.
4: It
3: is frustrating because he went to college, and I understand that most places want experience, you know, even though you had a college degree. So the first job.
2: She's spinning it, I guess. Maybe she missed the the underhanded snipe at her. Are your kids going to change careers? Now, I don't know what her kids' careers are. What does it matter if they can't? live in a civilized country that pays living wages. Now, I'm of the crazy radical opinion that if you're living in a functioning society with a functioning economy that works for more than just the 1%, that especially in an economy where it has such a record low unemployment rate, that where the CEOs are... Earning 400 times the lowest paid worker, which is an abomination. But corporations are reaping record profits, and they have been for years. While crying poverty, of course, when they can't pay their workers. So, I'm of the opinion that a functioning society would be able to pay living wages to anybody who wants a job. And that used to be... The American dream. And I know this for a fact. I lived on the wrong... I was... I grew up, I should say, on the wrong side of Reaganomics. I was um, young. Reagan was the first election I voted in. Of course, I voted against him. And uh, so, you know, I was at the tail end of the New Deal. So... But anyway, the, that's not even the point. And, but I, I could predict as the Republicans were destroying unions and and uh, lowering the tax rate for the rich. And the, the, we all knew. I mean, I wasn't that politically aware as uh, I uh, got better as I grew up and learned more. But I, we all knew where it was leading, and here we are. You know, when you funnel money into the arms of the rich and you destroy unions and you increase the... Because this is what happened. They increased the gap between the rich and the poor. <laughs> Did I vote for Angela Davis? I don't think so. Robin M. I wrote it for Walter Mondale, I believe. Wait, wait, hold on. Who, whoever was against Reagan? Yeah, Reagan Mondale, right? I voted for the Democrat. That's when I was a registered independent, and I remember saying, "Oh well, you know," because I was young and like many. People Now, when they say, oh, the independents, they're just, they vote for blah, blah, blah. The, the independents are low information voters. And not just speaking from experience, but knowing now I, I know this from uh, my own experience, but also from the studies and the facts that pe- people who identify as independent, for the most part, are those who ju- think they're above the fray. It's sort of like one, they're one step up from s- those who say that they don't pay attention to politics. A lot of the independents are, they, they just pay attention to politics right before an election, and they say things like, like I used to say, well, I'll vote for the person who I think is, you know, who I think uh, w- will be the best or whatever. And um, I just noticed as I continued to vote uh, in every election that I was voting Democratic. So, and in, in New York, you have to, if you want to vote in the primaries, you have to be a member of the party. So, yeah. And I, you know, so be, I registered as a Democrat instead of an independent. And, but th- this is the truth, though. We, the American people are dumb lots of people are dumb they can you know some of it's not their fault they can't pay attention because they're working three uniquely american low paying jobs and you know trying to pay their medical bills and shit like that so but anyway in the in this this segment on uh, fox and friends it made it it pissed me the f off of course, because I was waiting for them. First of all, I was surprised that they were identifying with her and giving her some empathy. They're not really identifying because these are these are we're looking into the ivory tower here. So, but the other thing, a couple of observations. One was, I wonder what their reaction would have been if this viral rant was um, from somebody who was black. You know who, or had just had darker pigment, somehow. She's a blonde, white woman who lives in Arkansas, right? And so that's she's in the acceptable demographics. uh, Who, but if she was from New York or any other uh, blue state, had darker pigment, they would certainly be unpacking her viral, viral rant. And I can't say that word for some reason, viral rant in, um, a much different way. That's for sure. So, uh, so Brian Kilmeade, uh, or Killjoy, which is easier for me, um, to say is his question. It's in itself speaks to the right wing frame in general. Is your son going to find a different job?
0: Uh, Are your kids going to change careers? What's what's your advice to them? What have they learned from
2: this, Jessica? Are your kids going to change careers? I just told you, dummy. They have college degrees. They are trying to establish themselves in a career. And... uh, yeah so let's go back to school and get more debt what are they gonna do Were they gonna go be a friggin barista maybe for the rest of their lives no offense and who are two baristas what do you want them to do maybe they can pull themselves up by their bootstraps and marry a billionaire huh right Or come up with some grift. Come up with some Trump Network vitamin scam, perhaps. Figure out some way to separate the other dumb-dumbs from their money. Because what Brian Kilmeade is saying is that it's not the system. No matter what, no matter the statistics, no matter the facts, he, yet again, because he's stuck on stupid, He's And he is sitting in the ivory tower, and the Republicans only see the light when something affects them directly. That is a 100% the truth. They they are the center of the universe. It is a very crowded place filled with Republicans. And so, you know, he's doing fine. I don't know why. Why is somebody like Brian Kilmeade sitting in... In a job that pays him millions of dollars a year, it doesn't make any sense to me. What is the skill? What is the expertise he brings? Are there Brian Kilmeade fans out there? Does he bring an audience? Do do people? Unless I I know he brings a lot of comedy material to late night television. I know he's said a lot of dumb things over his career that become uh, viral clips. I don't see anyone really, um, you know, him bringing value to a station that justifies a a large salary. Let me, I'm just going to look this up, actually, how much he earns or whatever, how much he grifts sitting on that couch Um, how, I'm just looking it up here. How much does Brian Kilmeade make? Holy shit. According to multiple sources, Brian Kilmeade's net worth is an estimated... Five, uh, bet- between 5.5 million and 30 million. his annual salary is for is is reported to be between 4 million and 10 million a year. Can you believe that? Why? Why? Oh, well, I guess Brian Kilmeade, who is very inadequate and th- this is what the Republican Party is filled with inadequate. People who are probably they fell ass backwards into whatever position of power they have, and they're like, "Shit, I ain't letting go of this. I'll have to if I have to drag democracy into the flames. I'm not letting go of this cushy gig." I want to ask. Let, let me. I'm looking at. I'm. I'm on the perplexity AI. Uh, what is Brian Kilmeade's uh, resume, let's say, let me see, he is a journalist, it says, okay, yes, but how did he get a job? I'll just say a job, period. Because <laughs> he sucks. He was a correspondent on Channel One News, a national high school television program. He then worked as an anchor for KHSL TV in Chico, California. He worked in sports radio, and then he hosted an all-sports show. Wait, wait, Jim Brown show. Oh, the Jim Brown show. In 1993 he provided commentary from for the ultimate fighting championship events. He's a, he's a sports guy. And then he joined Fox News in 1997. And he's been squatting on that staining that white couch ever since. Yeah, hello, hello. This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk. Exactly, Jim on the chat. Journalist. Are you kidding me? Journalist? But, you know, it's so irritating. Yes, haiku on the chat. Have you considered the magic of a career change? Exactly. As as if that's the answer. Oh, he must have gotten a gender studies Degree, Because that's what they always go to when they're disparaging people. When they're blaming the victim in this kiss up, kick down, trickle down, Reaganomics bullshit that we live in. Where people are killing themselves because they can't take it anymore. And it's sad. Uh, well, if you want, if you're feeling alone, you are not. You're not alone. Prove it. You know, words are cheap. As we know, listening to the con man, he's got a lot of words. He says they're the best words, but they are the worst. And they suck. And, he's, and the lies that the words are, are getting people killed. Literally killing people. They're killing people and they're getting people killed. And we're staying stuck. And no one is putting the putting the dots together, or it's just saying, "Hold up here, stop." How much longer are we gonna take this shit? Clearly, the 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 Brian Kilmeades of the world, they're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna change. They're not going to help us change. They're not on the right side of history, Decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. they're not on that. They're on there, they're on for themselves. I mean, how can you sit on that couch as a somebody who doesn't know anything and simply repeat, the the lies <laughs> that come out of the republican talking point list of course that's all he does and he makes 15 to, uh, or what, what was it five to to i can't remember 10 million a year doing it well why can't you well yeah yeah uh maybe her son is considering a career change to become a fox news a fox and friends host but as I was saying earlier, what my aunt would tell me that when she was young, now she lived, she, well, when the hell was she born? She's in her 70s. So she, she's 70, 71. And, you know, she grew up in the New Deal. She was a product. Uh, 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 she grew up when you could just get a job. And that's what she said. She said, If you didn't like the job you had, you could say, Okay, I'm quitting, and walk down the street and get another one. And you could live. You could buy a house. You could rent an apartment. You could have a car. You could go on vacation. You can earn. a a life you could you, you could have you could work a regular job and pay for your life you didn't have to come up with a side gig and a side hustle to try to keep your head above water and in the in the woman's viral rant she's saying that the they're going out and looking for apartments but they need 4 months rent put down and and they how they can't even um, or excuse me they have to what they have to earn four what was it four times the rent that they are asking for and that it's, they're not even coming close so how do you rent an apartment she's saying and some of these apartments are they they look like they're on the condemned list they're so uh, dilapidated and they're so under the standard that you would consider an American birthright but this is where we live where right wingers I I swear to God you know if I I swear I, I wish that the right wingers were sincere partners in a functioning society. The fact is they're not. And I swear to God, I'm sick of it. Well, you don't have to swear to, but the, because, yeah, we were talking about, we were talking about on the last show, um, how Nancy Pelosi's always like, oh, we need a strong Republican party. No, we don't. We need this party gone. Because you know what would happen when the Republican party is, finally smashed legally and peacefully into history's trash pile, they, the Democratic Party would break into factions of more conservative and liberal factions, and we could have a functioning democracy. But the, Because the, the common denominator would be that they all believe in a functioning government and a democracy and a society that works for all. Although some might feel that we can do it in a more conservative fashion and others uh, have a more liberal bent, but at least we would be a sincere partners in making this this government work, making a more perfect union work where we wouldn't be reading these statistics like the American people are killing themselves at an alarming rate and throwing our hands up saying, gee, there's nothing we can do because that's who the Republicans are. That's what they are as we, and I'm not just saying this is not a pejorative. I'm not pointing fingers. It comes right out of their mouths. I, um, I direct you to the the latest one of the latest. I, is it the latest school massacre, where the Republicans are like, "Well, there's nothing we can do. Nothing. Yeah. What? What are you gonna do about it? Nothing. There's zero we can. Well, why are they in government? Why? They're they're in government to feather their own nests to have their cushy jobs they're in government the same reason brian kilmeade sits on that couch because he's like you know i guess he thinks he might he might think he earned it he probably thinks he but he deserves to be there but would anybody miss him that's it you know if he ever left the show uh, one day he called in sick he maybe he had the flu Would anybody be like, shit, this show sucks because Brian Kilmeade isn't here? I mean, really? Why? Why are you paying that guy $10 million? You know? Anybody know? (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. They have this unrealistic view of life, and then it's like, you know, if you can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps and marry a uh, uh, you know, uh, a billionaire or, uh, what, who, an heiress or whatever, you know, somebody who can, who you can, uh, live off of, then, um, you know, it's your fault. Is your son considering a career change well, no, we're not considering a career change. We're just telling everybody that we're sick of it. We're sick of the system being rigged in the favor of the rich. How about that? And you're not and you know on the on on Fox News and the and Republican um, propaganda outlets. That that channel and the like exist to keep this rigged system from from crumbling, to keep the dumbasses from recognizing their who the real enemies are, and they're doing a good job because the American people um, are at each other's throats now. W- Okay, I I kind of want to say that with a a caveat, with a clarification. The American people are not at each other's throats. The right-wingers are at the throats of the American people. So we're not at their throats. You see what I'm saying? I'm not at the throats of right-wingers. I want them to get the help they need. I want them to have health care. I want them to have living wages. I want them to have a media that isn't pouring lies into their empty heads all day. So uh, in order to protect a system that makes the rich richer and the working class, the more malleable working poor. So I'm not at their throats. I'm trying to help them. Really, I'm not trying to drink drink their tears or make them uh, get, uh, uh, or uh, mock them. I, you know they're disgusting. Of course they are. but I'm not try I, I'm just trying to give them uh, you know access to the American dream that the people they vote for destroyed. that the people they continue to vote for, you know, uh, destroy. So, and that's one of the things on that viral rant I said, I don't really I, I posted something under it, like stop voting Republican. I didn't go back to see if there were any comments on it, but, but that's the truth. You know, I'm not trying to hurt them. I'm not trying to I'm not at their throats. I'm trying to give them the same middle-class life that my grandparents thought was the American birthright, even though, you know, they were immigrants. That's why they came here. And I, and I kid around all the time how oh, I wish my grandmother never got on that boat. But she got on the boat when FDR was in office, so why wouldn't you? Things were looking up. Uh, not too many getting on the boat now. Oh, well, during Trump, I should say. But it has—it's gotten worse since the uh, Republican policies. I mean, low taxes on the rich, no health care. No universal health care. I mean, you can have health care. Yeah, I just had to go to the doctor because uh, I had some uh, whatever. I won't get into it. Oh, I was, uh, well, now that I said it, what was wrong with me? I had, my feet were swelling. It was a reaction to medication. That's what they came. I was, because I'm on high blood pressure medication. You guys know that. I have high blood pressure. And my feet were swelling up. And it was, I thought, okay, great, I'm dying. And, uh, I had to g- take all these tests and ends up, it's the friggin' medication. So they had to put me on something else and I, my feet are better. So, okay, good. Anyway. So I had to get scans. You know, here come the bills though. You know, just got a friggin' bill today for $500. Oh, but let me, let me pull that out of my, um, yeah, orifice. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I, I'd rather do something with that money. In other countries, you just pay your taxes and you get to, you go to the doctor if you have a problem, right? So you don't worry about it. And I was telling you about a friend of mine from Ireland, and he was sick, and he said it was the first time in his life he had to think, could I afford this? Should I go to the doctor? He was thinking about it. Is this worth going to the doctor? Does it, do I want to pay this money? And he said it was the first time in his life that he ever thought of that. And he was t- telling me examples. He said that he had some uh, pain in his jaw. It was in Ireland. And he would just go. Yeah, what's this, Doc? What's this pain? That's why the American people, the life expectancy is um appalling as far as the rest of the western world we and the life expectancy is falling it's also it's because of death by despair it's suicide overdoses and things like that and gun violence of course and uh, but it's because people wait till they can't stand it and they can't wait anymore and that's why there are uh, thir- over 35,000 Americans needlessly die every year for lack of health care because they wait and they. Are- and then there are others who can't afford care and they die of things that are easily treatable. And that's a goddamn disgrace, really. That's an absolute disgrace. It has gotten worse for millennials. In this in, and and uh, Gen Z, the economic growth in the country, uh, as I, as far as the um, gap between rich and poor, has gotten wider since Reaganomics. I mean, and then yeah, that stat that I constantly cite is something that we should all be appalled by. The stat it being. The United States used to be the most upwardly mobile. Now we're the least. We used to have the slightest income gap. Now we have the widest income gap between rich and poor. And you can't have a functioning democracy with this kind of income inequality and upward immobility. And and, uh, there goes Brian Kilmeade. Are you going to consider a career change? You see? That's the problem. They just—they dis- will not—they will not, they will not uh, accurately diagnose and s- s- diagnose the problem and come up with a solution. They're not looking for solutions. They're looking for distractions. That's what they're there for. Will you? Will you come up? Will you uh, take, find another job? find another job no will you start uh, finally start advocating for an economy that works for all that works for more than just the 1% are you kidding me and where was i what was i just looking at hold on um like that loser elon musk i just saw this thing elon musk and what's the other guy From Facebook. Zuckerberg. Elon Musk just said he... Whatever. These people are so tedious. From The Guardian. This is two hours ago. Musk says proposed Zuckerberg cage fight to be held at epic location in Italy. If that's not the... A a prime example of how useless billionaires are, how we don't need billionaires. I don't know what is. Elon Musk is in talks with Italy's government about hosting his proposed cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. These people. Enough. They have to be stopped. It's so... They're so disgusting. It's... It's an embarrassment to humanity. And the fact that there are billionaires is nothing but a, a indication of a broken system. Period. There should be no billionaires. That's it. A cage fry at a historic site. But the Coliseum has been ruled out. How dare you, people? Honestly, somebody... Do something about this? Get them. Why don't you go to space already and stay there? Jesus Christ. The owner of X-Core. I mean, and everything, it's like Trump. You know, see, see, Elon Musk, we know. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but we've done it on the show before. He's a scam artist, just like Trump. He made money. I mean, he has, I think, he's not a genius. And I'm tired of people on the corporate media c- calling him a genius. He's like Trump, who is not a successful bi- billionaire or a businessman, but he was able to market himself that way. Same thing with Elon Musk. He's not the co-founder of Tesla. He had nothing to do with Tesla, the founding of Tesla. He came in to Tesla when it was already founded and established and then he fought legally in the courts to have his name put on the paperwork that's that that's why he can only call himself a co-founder and then he uh, he tried to get the other people who actually did did found uh Tesla he tried to get them off the paperwork it's all a scam like what else is new? So, the it says the Italian culture minister, Gennaro Sangliano, said he was discussing holding the bout in full respect of the sites where it might be staged. I had a long and friendly phone conversation with Elon Musk. This is what he's thinking of. This is what the genius is discussing. Right? Not... You know, if you're a genius, you understand? If you're a genius, you don't behave like this. If you're a genius, you're not a right winger. First of all, and third of all, and second of all. If you're a genius, you got things to do. You got more important things to worry about. That is how we know somebody like Trump is not a very smart man. He is a dullard on all levels. He is a disgusting waste of human DNA, waste of a brain, waste of a semblance of a brain. And, uh, for example, I I can't even, I know I'm going to make everybody sick now with this. You probably saw this. This made me sick. Who's good? No, no, Chris. He's, he's eating right now.
4: He can't be bothered.) <laughs> Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. See, I'm I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. You can't do. It. You can't do that. So now, because you're not allowed to do that, and therefore uh, we're not going to do it, okay? We want to be very civil, right?
2: Wow. You know, I mean... uh, Okay. Trump is a disgusting waste of human DNA. That's a given. What's more shocking about this video is how uh, how a crowd responds to him. Why are they applauding him? Why are they laughing? Now I'm sure if we turn the camera around, we wouldn't have a room full of Adonises out there. And look at Trump. He's obese. He's filthy, disgustingly orange. He's sweating like a uh, I mean somebody who's not that well. He looks like Elvis in 72, frankly. The way he's sweating up there. And I was half expecting him to start wiping his head, wiping his brow and throwing the sweaty towels into the crowd. That's how they behave. But you know, Elvis had some talent. Trump is just a, as a horrible child. He's like the worst man child now remember i mean we don't even really have to go into it but it's it's so telling how useless this republican party is because i i remember clinton the clinton era and all the republicans whining and crying about the children what about the children what are we going to tell the children about their president and because rules for thee, not for me. What are we going to tell the children? Now, what do you do when your child calls another child a fat pig? Or what do you do when you're in uh, the student elections in the local elementary school You're trying to teach the, the poor suckers about civics and you get some kid up there and he's like, I'm here to make PS8 great again. And uh, my opponent is a fat pig. What do you do? Right. Such scintillating political commentary you got there, Republicans. You see? Because they got nothing. They have nothing to offer. And again, I I have to correct myself. They have worse than nothing to offer because if only they they simply had nothing to offer that would be an improvement but the fact is they have worse than nothing they add they they subtract from society they take from the country from humanity they stand in the way of of the, of everything so if they added nothing if they had nothing they would it would be an improvement really because the way w- way it stands they have they kill people they are responsible for killing more people than i could even imagine trump you know he's worse than pol pot the million americans he left in his in in his wake and counting you see cuz I and mean, think about it when we knew that people were going to die by the time that Trump left the office this and he uh, that he squatted in despite receiving fewer votes we knew there was gonna, people were going to die but did we ever imagine it could be over a million because the lies, how many lies do, uh, is it going to take, you know, I mean, what am I saying? Not a lies. How, how, what's it going to take to, um, well, I don't know. What's the question here? Really? The question always is how much longer are we going to take it? But, uh, I was going to, I was going to ask how, what's it going to take to wake these people up? But it's, I mean, they're a lost Cause. The Trump and Z is a lost cause. And the only thing we can do is wake up those. I just hope that those who are somewhat not um, stupid, that they will wake up before, before you know, they're next. Because really, uh, I'm trying to find that uh, clip of where the hell is it of the Trump you might've seen it at one of his latest Nuremberg rallies. Come on, I need a better system here. Well, in the meantime, while I look for this, look at this, by
4: the way, I want to say officially for the press, it's about 110 degrees of this room. Nice job with the air conditioning, whoever. But, but you know what the press will say? You know what the, they'll say? Trump didn't look well. He we was don't look well. extremely wet. It's 104 or 5 degrees
2: in this room. But we're okay yeah, with we it all. Right? That's what matters, right? What everybody says about you. I mean, God take off your coat he wouldn't do it because he's he's not that fit well here's the clip of what i was talking about
4: that's nazi germany hitler you can't silence your political opponents
3: because you don't agree with them joe biden should be in prison for his bribes
1: the vote was stolen i believe it In my heart, remember, they blew up one of the election quarters where they kept all of the Dominion machines. Why'd that blow up? If Donald Trump were to be found guilty by a jury, (laughs) where where do you see this going?
3: Uh, Civil war. Civil war. Divide it up, because we can't live together, obviously.
1: And if he wants me to protect them, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to let him know that I'll do it.
2: I'll do it. Now, these people are a lost cause. And I'd love to know how many... Public assistance, Social Security, Medicare, uh, any you know, any kind of government program those people are on or have taken advantage of. And one of the other things I I just want to point out that got on my nerves when I saw this clip on the corporate media. Let me let me play it again, and then I'll point it out. There's bribes. The vote was stolen. Okay, first of all, the that. Why are they allowing their lies to amplify without fact-checking them? And they just put this microphone in front of these morons' face, and this is the problem. They have to be respectful to them? Uh, Do these people earn respect? They're they're clowns. Joe Biden should be in prison for his bribes. The vote
1: was stolen. I believe it you
2: believe it the vote was stolen i believe it well it nothing is going to convince you otherwise you're a lost cause the vote wasn't stolen good night good night moon next why are you li- standing there and looking the guy in the eyes yes we know these people are a lost cause why are you giving him airtime and amplifying his his stupidity The vote was stolen. I believe it. The only responsible thing to do for a journalist in this position right now is to take the microphone and say, no, the vote wasn't stolen. Right? No, but they just let it out there. And nobody commented on it. Hold on. We'll be right back. This is Tara Devlin. Let's keep going here. In my
1: heart. Remember, they blew up one of the uh, election quarters where they kept all
2: of the Dominion machines. Remember. Remember that? No, because that didn't happen. Now, that's what really got on my nerves, too, because all of that, the stolen election, the bribes, Joe Biden's bribes. This is what's insane. What fucking bribes? You mean the two billion that Jared Kushner got? The one who was tasked with everything in the government from figuring out Middle East world peace and solving the opioid crisis that he never solved? What? Joe Biden's bribes for what? That's the other thing. Bribes for what? This, uh, This is the one thing I cannot figure out. I've been trying to figure it out. I've been looking it up because I knew I had to talk about it. What is the connection? So S- Hunter Biden is a son of a prominent politician, and he gave he uh, gave the illusion of access to his his political dad. Oh, okay. Whoopie fucking doopy. Th- does that happen every other day? Yes, of course it does. Oh, that's how the world works. They say, yeah, now all of a sudden, Republicans are upset about it? The Republicans who are in, half of them are in their cushy jobs because of their cushy connections. Absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, I'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> I keep saying that, and I get distracted. But the other thing is why this MSNBC guy—he's talking. He doesn't correct the idiot. What is he talking about? That remember that thing that blew up? What blew up? I had to look that up too. This is another conspiracy theory, another QAnon conspiracy, where this some remember uh, on cr- the Christmas Day? That's what it was. I had to look it up. I was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And I'm sure so many other people were who were watching were like, "What the f f is he talking about?" But this is the problem: the you cannot, you can't let their nut their the nuttery lie in the middle of the floor unchallenged because it just stinks up the air. So anyone passing a MSNBC television or, or television with MSNBC on at that moment and hears that will think, whoa, they blew up a thing with a uh, Dominion voting machines in it, which is not what happened. Remember when they blew up Dominion, what, that was that a coincidence? Well, uh, if you're um, someone who is has fallen down a cue hole, no, because that's all they think about are conspiracies up the wazoo. We can't get through a day without these freaks coming on with conspiracies. And now I know you're you, you're not going to be surprised. They're already coming up with conspiracies about the fires in in uh, Hawaii there are qAnon says that the fires are caused by direct a direct energy weapon no it's not climate change it's not the the fact that that more another It's another example of how Republican lies are killing us. It's a direct energy wave. Do you see how we can never, ever get anywhere when these freaks are hanging around our necks like the national albatross? Because that should be our national bird now, our symbol. It should be, forget the eagle, it should be the albatross. Because we can't get anywhere. People are killing themselves. A million dead. Right? COVID's on the rise again. Death by despair. Kids, young people can't get established while those who's sitting in the ivory tower are telling them to get another career. You know, and they, and that the other thing is the when you say things like that, you you just kind of reveal your stupidity, Brian Kilmeade, to say, and your ignorance of the fact that if you actually loved your country, you would argue and advocate for a society where everyone earns a living wage. Where everyone can rent an apartment, keep a roof over their head, buy a home, buy a car, whatever, go on a friggin' vacation, that you wouldn't advocate for a society that funnels more money into the hands of the rich while leaving everybody behind. And you would advocate for a society where you can go get a gender studies degree because that's how successful we are here. We're not out in the fields trying to meet our basic needs, our Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We have, we've overcome that. That's why so many people fought, bled, and died. Our, our ancestors, they sacrificed so we could sit around sometimes and uh, discuss gender, discuss what the meaning of life is? Isn't that the point of being alive? And that's the thing about Republicans—they want to strip us of all the things that that make humanity beautiful. And I was thinking about this the other day too, because I was—I, uh, you know, you guys know I do animal rescue and whatnot—and I was thinking about some poor cats that were out there because it was raining and and um, and I was like, oh, I got it because I had to, whatever. The, the story is a friend of mine wasn't able to go and take care of these particular cats and she asked me to go and, I, and it was really raining hard and I was like, well, I still got to go because they still have to eat and my cat ray was sitting in the window and i had just fed my cats and they and he was just sitting in the window happy as a clam and i thought yeah he's not thinking about those other cats out there that are hungry and struggling and and i thought well that is that's what makes human beings so special too that and so something to be embraced you know it's like the dharma in buddhism uh, there it's in the the buddhist in the sutras it says the dharma is rarely encountered even in millions of ages and meaning that we could be born as another kind of creature that doesn't comprehend right and, um, yeah, that's what, that's how mother nature made us. So we would think about others. We would think about the other creatures who were out there suffering and weren't, you know, cause I don't see Ray getting his uh, fellow cats together to go help or open a food kitchen for the community cats. You know what I mean? But that, that's what human beings do because that's how we were made to care about others, to care about other species, to us uh, to care about our fellow human beings that don't have what we have. And we want to help because we feel their pain. We feel them. We, we could put ourselves in their shoes. And that's a good thing. It's not something to be denigrated or disparaged like right-wingers do all the time. As if... You know they say that liberals speak. They they they're too emotional. They they uh, are uh, governed with their hearts. What is wrong with that? That's the way we're made. You know, other creatures don't even have the part of that of their of the brain that. Um, makes them connect to their fellow creatures like snakes they don't have that part of the brain that releases the um oxytocin that is the bonding chemical we have it other even creatures that have that like cats and dogs they don't you know organize into rescue parties and whatnot but we do because that's what it means to be human and that's a good thing. And that's why I know we will win. Because we're on the right side of humanity. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy. We stick together. We win. Become a patron at patreon.com slash and keep the real liberal media going and growing. Thank you, Charlie. My name is Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News. I'll see you soon. Oh, I, saw, I heard people talking about Booty. Or, oh no, Bootsy. Bootsy. Where's Booty? Booty Boo! Oh, look at Booty. She's down over there. Let me see, is this camera on? Hmm. All right. Well, that was the end of the progressive voices part of the show. And I wish I had set this camera up. Come on. Let's see. All right. That's better. I guess I'll show you what I can see over here. Oh, look at Booty Boo. <laughs> She's sleeping in the wires. Booty Should that any people who are listening audio only and they're like, what is this fucking show? Boudica. Booty, hello Wake up, little booty, wake up. Wake up, little booty. All right. It's hard to see her. Come on, Booty. Look at her. She's so cute. All right. I'll stop. All right, back to... What were we going to... What was the other thing I was going to talk about? Let me see. Wake up, little Booty. Wake up. Boom, 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 boom. All right, I'll stop that. Let me see. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Clarence Thomas. Oh, my God. And this is the other thing. So talking about Hunter Biden, this the, the, the hypocrisy is not to you know, it's astonishing, but it's not unexpected how they're suddenly so upset. And the other th- I mean, the thing is, everything is, they're, they're just so transparent. That's why I don't understand how the how anybody, how anybody, anybody at all, Even the morons we just saw, how they, how they fall for it all the time, how they stay in the outrage loop all the time, and it's uh, it's incredible that they and the Republicans they just they have no shame. Because they can in one from one day to the next hold completely dis- dia dia what is it uh, dia blah blah you know diametrically opposed or completely opposite views and maintain the st- the same level of outrage. Now we know. So here's the thing. I was. I, I couldn't understand now I do. I want to understand as you know, and I was like, what is the deal with their Hunter Biden? Now I know that it's because it's the, what about-ism. Trump is a criminal. Trump is, it is the Trump crime family. So what do they do? Biden crime family, right? It's like swift boat veterans for truth. You know, you get a draft dodger against someone who's a decorated war hero. You go after their strength and turn it into a weakness. Now, Biden, he's, he has released his tax returns for every year. He's, he's had to, right? And last year, his tax returns, he, like I said earlier, he made, Um, 500, around $500,000, him and his wife. And they, you know, he, she's a professor in a, uh, in a university. He's the president. Um, they live in a modest house. Not, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's a very nice house. Um, they're not living in a marimoron, right? Um, and... I don't see where, what the bribes. So that's the thing. I was going through the articles and trying to figure out like, okay, so if there's a, here's the, cause here's the difference. If there is bribery going on, I want to know about it. We're not going to be like, yay, uh, Joe Biden can go bribe, bribe the day away. We would, if if that were true we would say okay time for a different candidate or something like that there, there is no doubt but the fact is what is what is the bribe when you bribe somebody you want there's something you want in return so what is it they're getting in return and the fact is they have nothing because i've been looking what are where's the bribes What are you getting? And then they're, so they're saying bribes for access. Okay. Access to what? To policy. Okay. So what policy? And they have nothing. It's all up in the air. Now, you, they've been investigating Hunter Biden for five years. You realize this. Where's the, where's the beef besides the one that, perjury trader green showed on the, in the house committee hearing when she showed a picture of, uh, this, uh, revenge porn where, where there's nothing. And it's nothing but the, the show, the faux rage, the constant outrage machine. And we see it in full effect because just yesterday or the day before, Lindsey Graham wanted, he was on Fox calling for Weiss to be a special counsel. They
0: claimed that Mr. Weiss, the U.S. Attorney from Delaware, sought special counsel status and was denied that status and that he wanted to bring charges in D.C. and California but he was told no. So what did I do? I wrote Mr. Weiss and said, what's the deal here? Did you ask for special counsel status? He told me in the letter he had a discussion about it, but he was sure he could get it if he needed it, and he never really answered the question. The second thing that he said in the letter back to me was he never went to D.C. or California for more serious charges. He was never rebuffed
2: by those jurisdictions. But here, uh, they claimed that Mr. Weiss, the U.S. attorney from So anyway, I hit the wrong button and started to repeat, and. So that's what they're saying. That so Lindsey Graham was upset that he Weiss was being denied special counsel status, and he uh, Weiss apparently assured him, "If I ask for it, I'm sure I can get it." So guess what? He asked for it, and now where people are saying, "Why? Why would Merrick the Meek appoint a special counsel?" And from what I'm seeing and researching trying to figure this shit out it's be, one of the reasons is that you he's doing it to appease these these right wingers and this is part of the problem where the and that is actually a legitimate reason that one may appoint a special prosecutor if there are political implications or you're trying to dissuade the feeling of political influence then you appoint a political um you appoint a special prosecutor but according to republicans now that they have what they want they don't like weiss they're upset now it's a big conspiracy now it's the biden crime family now it's happening again they're they're thwarting us because it's uh, they're trying to stop our phony baloney sham hearings into Hunter Biden and our Fox News uh, you know appearances and whatnot and here's the thing now we know that every president when the president takes office the former presidents US attorneys resign that's in that that's what happens. They and except when Joe Biden took office, he deliberately kept Weiss in his job because he was he was investigating Hunter Biden. He was in the middle of investigating Hunter Biden, and he didn't want to give the appearance of impropriety or political. Um, uh, you know, brinksmanship or whatever. and you you have to uh, ask yourself if the shoe were on the other foot, if it were the con man, would he keep a special would he keep a a, a u.S attorney that was investigating his son? Would he keep that us attorney? Um, highly doubtful in fact, the chances of him doing that are zero percent. So it doesn't matter what you do and that's why Merrick the meek is so annoying to me on top of the fa- I mean on uh, on top of everything else he is he's not the man for the job. He should have if, I, I mean Joe Biden should fire him frankly, and get a real attorney general because he is so bending over ba- backwards to appease these fascists it is freaking despicable and so you know according to these these filthy fascists and this is what i was looking up the um let's see where is it Let me see yeah where is it come on I had I need a better way oh yes because I was like I was asking the uh, AI you know to do some research for me so, like what is this Devon Archer what what is the the big hairy deal over here? Besides what perjury trader Green showed on the House floor or in the committee, um, and there's nothing. He's there is really nothing. It's a nothing burger. And uh, let's see, in saying that Hunter Biden was giving the appearance that there would be access, but there was no access. That the other thing that I found um, telling with the Republicans is that they are, they're so shocked that a son and a father talk. And the thing is, one of the things that uh, uh, this Devon Archer person testified to in the committee was that it was during the time that that Hunter Biden, that Bo Biden passed away. And the, so father and son were in frequent conversation and frequently talking and checking in with each other because it was a very difficult time. And this is how disgusting the Republicans are, and they try to make that seem like, the, of course, they're, they're doing some underhanded dealing. Now, no one, uh, I guess, you see, here's the thing. It's because the Republicans... It's another projection since they are in office to do nothing but underhanded, dirty dealing. And they use their positions to feather their own nests and line their own pockets. Then everybody else, that's what must be happening. Because why else would you call your son? Why else would a son call their father? Do you think that... What do you think would happen now? I'm just this is just speculating. If one of the Trump children, God forbid, because you got to say that legally and peacefully wasn't, let's say, in the picture somehow, you think Trump would shed a tear? You think that father and whoever uh, other um, siblings or other of his spawns would check in with him? How you doing? Would he check in with them? What do you think? now? Because that's the thing. If, if Donald Trump... Um, if we all know, we all see Donald Trump Jr. We see his eyes, his red bloodshot eyes. We see his behavior, his erratic, coked-up-looking behavior. And if he ever openly, if he ever had the courage to admit that he needed help for an addiction issue, what would happen? What would Trump, what would the con man do? What would the chief parasite do? Would he say, I'm proud of my son? I I love my son. I support my son. Or would he turn his back? Well, we know. We know the answers to those questions because as a... Uh, someone who is a malignant narcissist doesn't see people as people and human beings in their own right. They only see them in relation to how they make the malignant narcissist look. That's why Trump had to uh, upgrade his wives so because you can't be seen with someone... A woman who's 78 years old, like he is, he's got to be seen with a trophy wife. You know? Because that's, it's all about, it's all about appearances. And all of the sudden, Republicans are worried about corruption and the appearance of impropriety. And I'm all for that. I'm about, you know, fairness and equity are you kidding me if you uh okay you is that what you want to do you want to re- reform how uh you know people get their jobs in washington dc or or get to sit on boards of directors okay fine i'm with you but Uh, yeah, uh, now that, but their, their high powered lens only seems to point at somebody who has a D after their name and, uh, case in point. Uh, oh shit. I just hit the wrong button and it scared the shit out of me. And that was, um, what's his name? Alex Jones. That scared me. Uh, and s- case in point, Clarence, Uncle Clarence Thomas, who is as corrupt as the day is long and needs to get out of the Supreme Court, he is a disgrace to the Supreme Court. Like they are all, like Trump is a disgrace to the presidency and Lindsey Graham is a disgrace to the Senate. They're all a disgrace. And uh, George Santos is a disgrace to the House and Perjury Trader Green and Lauren Ban from the Bowling Alley Bolbert. They're all a disgrace. But he will not resign because he is a disgrace. And they, I, I was reading this um, article about... There's another guy, where is it, that the people in Wyoming want him to resign because he is a traitor the mayor where the hell is it the mayor of Wyoming they want him to resign but he will not resign he's one of these fake electors and he he will not resign here it is
3: We begin tonight with community reaction on election fraud charges against the mayor of Wyoming. Many addressed the city council tonight at his first meeting since the mayor was charged. 13 on your sides, Josh Albertus was there, and Josh joins us now with what happened? Wrong. We begin tonight with community reaction on election fraud charges against the mayor of Wyoming. Many addressed the city council tonight at his first meeting since the mayor was charged. 13 on your sides, Josh Albertus was there, and Josh joins us now with what happened? Well, this meeting lasted over two hours of that. There was over an hour of public comment on items not included in the council's agenda. Almost all of that comment related to the charges that have been brought against the mayor, Kent Vanderwood. Vanderwood is one of 16 charged with by the state attorney general for allegedly operating as fake or as some at tonight's meeting referred to them as alternate electors, allegedly seeking to give the state's electoral votes in 2020 fake. to
2: Donald Trump over the winner, Joe Biden at tonight's meeting all right whatever um residents are calling for him to resign of course there are a few trump that are like no but the fact is they don't resign anymore yeah and there were there was a time where some republicans would have a level of integrity and they would resign if something like this happened but now they don't they no. they don't leave It is like George Santos. It is like Trump. It is like everyone. This is the Republican way. This is like, uh, this is their strategy. When they lose elections, it was stolen from them. When they're caught in the act of being their criminal selves, they will not leave. They're like it's they're they're like a disease in the body politic that you can't get rid of and this is the problem with the with the with the republicans because they cannot function in a democracy you're not uh, you don't get to be mayor for life you're mayor at the at the trust of the people if you're a traitor And you're, uh, and he's, because what he's saying is that he's, his being a traitor is not getting in the way of his job. Are you kidding me? Uh, It doesn't matter. Of course, it's getting in the way of your job. It, it sullies, it stains the office you were entrusted with. And you should have some more respect for anyone for all those who fought, bled, and died for this country to get your vile carcass out of the office, your unfit vile carcass, because you're staining the 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 seat that you're sitting in. You're stenching up the room. You're you're affecting, you're negatively affecting the view that people have of their government, and that's that's Clarence Thomas too. He will not resign because he is above the law. He is the law. Now let's I, I, let's imagine, you know, if this were anybody uh, who was a normal person, right? If this were Sonia Sotomayor or Katanji Brown Jackson, it, well, of course, it would never what would the republicans say clarence thomas is a kept man he is kept as a pet by billionaires he has no integrity he has no business being on the supreme court he never did and this is, and the fact is it's a disgrace that yeah, i've always been quite burned that it was it was Joe Biden that helped put Clarence Thomas on the bench because he was the chair of the Judiciary Committee at the time, and apparently there were more uh, witnesses that he never called that were that would have corroborated um, Anita Hill's testimony and had testimony of their own, and he rammed it through rammed this unfit this unfit grifter through and it always pissed me off that we kind of put that on down in the memory hole too that joe biden was res- was responsible for allowing that 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 freak on the court now he could Rectify his mistake. There's something he could do to, um, you know, something... There's there's a level of karma in the fact that Joe Biden is the president now. He could do something about it. And I wish that people would bring it up more often. You know, because Joe Biden's like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to expand the court because... Then we keep expanding and then they expand, and I don't, well, we don't, we shouldn't operate under the, you know, we shouldn't operate like that, thinking that, well, what they're going to do. Why? Well, yeah, you can count on it. They're going to do it. And if the shoe was on the other foot, they would expand the court. You see? They would do something to rectify and nullify this illegitimate court. And it is illegitimate on so many levels, especially with Clarence Thomas, with Uncle Clarence Thomas, who really is disgusting, okay? He hates his job, you know? That's the other thing that pissed me off. Um, I'm sure you you might have seen this clip. It's been playing a lot today.
1: The job is not worth doing for what they pay it's not worth doing for the grief, but it is worth doing for the principal.
2: It's not worth doing for what they pay. They, the Supreme Court salary is about 300000 I think it's like 280000 something like that. That's a decent salary, but not if you want to be a kept man by billionaires. Not if you want to hang out in the Bilderberg group. Not if you want to fly around on private jets and take vacations worth five hundred thousand um, dollars. It's it's really out of control. This is it's absolutely outrageous. I have friends. You have friends. We have friends. None of my friends bought my mother's house and let her live there rent free none of my friends i don't know i don't have kids but they none of them paid for my nieces and nephews to go to college that's some friends you got there um i have friends none of them pay for me on a uh to take a trip worth 500000 Dollars, what kind of trip is that? I mean, that's a trip, man. And this, this grifter. Uh, you gotta love these Republicans. And this is why I always say we will win because they always have to pretend that they are they're what they're not. You know that they're that they're more compassionate, you know, like the whole compassionate conservatism. Bullshit. It was bullshit when it came out of George Bush Jr.'s mouth. And it's still bullshit today because they don't give a shit. They don't do shit for anybody. They block anything that has anything to do with compassion. I didn't hear any compassion for that woman's son who couldn't get uh, get established. All I heard was he's going to change his job. Is he going to get another career? Well, how many careers you got to find before you can earn a living wage in this country? I remember Clarence.
1: You know, I don't have any problem with going to Europe, but I prefer the United States. And I prefer seeing the regular parts of the United States. I prefer going across the rural areas. I prefer the RV parks. I prefer the Walmart parking lots to the beaches
2: and things like that. <laughs> oh, you son of a there's
1: bitch. something normal to me about it. I come from regular stock.
2: You do? Clarence. And I
1: prefer that. I prefer being around that.
2: You do, Clarence? You prefer it. But that's something I never see you in the friggin' Walmart parking lot. That's so funny. I don't see you at BJ's or Costco. I prefer, I come from regular stock. You do? I'm sure you do, but you left that stock behind. He's bitter. He's a small, tiny man. A liar. A unfit grifter. Who has no business being on the Supreme Court lording over the rest of us. He really is a damaged person and that's one thing we gotta say for all these right wingers. they are incredibly damaged people, all of them. That's why they are the cult is attracted to the con man. They're looking for a purpose. What do they get out of it? They get a, a sense of community. They get a sense of being above, you know, of knowing the real story of uh, seeing the matrix suddenly they're not simply the the cogs in the machine they could see what's wrong with the rest of us you know they have something to live for now even if it is a malignant narcissist tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man with a fake university a vitamin scam sexual predator who received fewer votes Twice. And, of course, Clarence Thomas is not going to resign, Uncle Clarence, because he's, you know, he has no integrity either. Look at his wife. She's a traitor. They're both very damaged people. She's somebody who was involved with a cult and supposedly got out of the cult to go around and tell people watch out for cults until she's now in another cult the cult of the con man he doesn't recuse himself in cases that have to deal with, would have to do with his goddamn wife releasing her traitorous texts and the other thing that's outrageous is how he he said that he, he consulted somebody, because he's not uh, in these ProPublica articles. Uncle Clarence isn't, he's not disclosing these trips and all of the, you know, the cushy gifts that he's getting from all of his uh, keepers. And he said that he consulted I don't know who he consulted, but he consulted somebody and they told him, you know, he, that he didn't have to. Yeah. Cause he's Clarence and Trump is Trump. And they're all in a world of their own. They all It's their world. We live in it. We're here. See, they hate this country. We're here to serve them. They're here to take as much as they can. A bunch of takers who add nothing to this world. In fact, Clarence Thomas has made the world worse, has made the country worse. He will go down in history as the ignoble grifter that he is. He's got no integrity. And, you know, the the RV, the other thing, the RV that he's driving around in, in these clips was another gift to of the um of the billionaires who own him. You know, a guy who he's you know, I, I was watching this here, where the hell is it? The sixty minutes. He was on sixty minutes in like two thousand and seven. And where is it? Here we go.
4: Most Americans know very
2: Yeah, I'm going I'll try to find we can't watch Wife the whole thing. Life was consumed of by endless chores endless chores.
1: Um, uh, I hope the SOB dies.
2: And well, it's <laughs> about the priesthood.
1: He'd read the books of hope James Baldwin. a The SOB Baldwin.
2: dies. That's a taken out of context. The oh, SOB dies.
1: And that was it. That was the end of the seminary. That was the end of the vocation. That was the end.
2: Oh, whatever. You hope somebody died?
1: He'd read the books of
0: James Baldwin, Ralph Ellison, and Richard Wright, and began to question the church's commitment
1: to civil rights. The nail in the coffin of my vocation was uh, in the spring of 1968 when Dr. King was assassinated. and I was going back into the dorm, uh, to my dormitory, oh,
2: he's saying, and
1: okay. someone said in front of me when we heard that Dr. King had been assassinated, he said, well, that's good, that's, um, uh, I hope the SOB dies. And that was it. That was the end of... Oh, because you
2: see how how fucked up he is? You know, he's saying he was in seminary and somebody said something racist and so that made him go, fuck this, I'm out of here. That's one guy. You're so very fragile, Clarence. Your convictions are so very thin, aren't they? And and he's so damaged and... Everybody and and uh, like a leaf in the wind, depending on what s- somebody says. What a he's this there's, there's somebody, I mean, he's really unfit to be on the court. You're so, you're that thin skinned, you're you have no convictions, obviously, you don't because somebody called you said something racist. Of course, you're gonna hear that, especially in that time. But if you have a conviction you want to be in the seminary, you're gonna just bounce because some asshole says something that is racist? Why don't you just why didn't you stand up to him in the moment? And say that's not what our Jesus what we're here just learning about Jesus, we're gonna be priests. Is that what Jesus would do? And he's he's out of here. Oh, because one guy said, "I hope the sob dies." And then the in here he he says that his his Yale. I'm only uh, fast forwarding because I only have a minute, and because he says the yeah uh, that his degree of um, he couldn't get a job after he graduated from Yale because. all because of affirmative action, he says. And that means, you know, affirmative action is bad because his degree wasn't worth anything. But, no, it has nothing to do with the society you live in. It's affirmative action. It's the remedy that we're trying to rectify the racist society. He's a very confused man. Guys, we will win. Thank you for hanging out tonight. I wish I had more time because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. If you can, you can give a donation at PayPal and the link in the description. We stick together, we win. I'll see you soon. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, I wanted to s- start that whole Clarence Thomas thing earlier. Oh, my God. What time is it? Maybe I'll do a little extra here. Only because... Hey, let me play one more thing. With Cla- Uncle Clarence.
1: And I wanted I was upset at the probably the submissiveness of blacks at putting up with bigotry. And this was the era when you had the black power movement. And that was enticing. It was liberating. And uh, you sort of get.
2: I was trying to find I shouldn't have grabbed this whole
1: painted. So I just leave it in the basement.
0: Thomas finally found a ten thousand dollar a year job in Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh, a book it
1: is. that uh, your Yale degree was worth 15 cents. <laughs> well, you know, I, <laughs> Steve, I have still uh, a 15-cent sticker. What a son of a bitch. On the frame that my law degree's in. It's tainted, so I just it's leave it in the basement. tainted. Base. Thomas finally found
2: is a... T- see how sick he is? You see that? He's a very small man like the rest of them it's tainted because they all all cuz others said you got this because of affirmative action and affirmative action was the policy that it was a good intentioned policy and it should still be in place frankly but it only went halfway cuz at the time the notion was Black people and white people need to get to know each other more, and that will be the remedy for racism. But um, upon further uh, review and empirical evidence, it's not just that we get to know each other. It's more of, of a systemic issue as well, where... We're talking about the uh, changing of laws and uh, such as, uh, you know, property laws, tax laws, things like funding our schools with property taxes instead of the general fund, a policy still in place. These are racist laws that keep us divided, and we know this. So, removing the remedy for, or one of the attempts, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with affirmative action. You know, it's just one of the the policies that help us effective or or actively try to change our racist ass country uh, and make a more perfect union. And Clarence Thomas, and because some racist people say, oh, you got your degree because of affirmative action, regardless of the truth, the, that means he's, he's ta- that degree is tainted? Not the people. The people aren't tainted. It's the, the remedy is tainted. So how are you going to change the people, Clarence? It'll be like Roberts like Justice Roberts said, just stop being racist because that's what that's what he said. The remedy for racism is to stop being racist. Okay. How How do you do that? When there's no attempt to do it because we've do- we've tried it your way, Clarence. And I'm sorry, Clarence, you don't live in the world you want to live in and you'd rather stamp your feet and pull the ladder up behind you like a baby because that's what he did. Because every at every turn, Clarence Thomas got uh, where he is because he's black, you know? Like, they it, the, the job that he got, I saw this whole thing on Rachel Maddow because they're saying the job that he got, he got. And it's not that he's not, you know, up to the job, but his uh, job at the law firm t- said, well, we need to hire a black person, so you're, you know, you're it. But it's not like it's, he's not qualified. It's not like they're hiring any schmo. They're hiring, and what's wrong with that? they wouldn't have hired a black person otherwise so okay it's not like you don't have the the brains you did it you got your degree you went to school you passed I, you know what i mean am i am i uh, out, uh off off somewhere here this is he I, I mean, you understand that we're we are all subjected to the manias of these very damaged people. And yeah, it's, it's not working. The world that we're listening, I mean that we're living in with, the, with these right wingers is a very uh, very damaged place because they can't function any way else they'd much rather i don't know uh, inflict their manias on us than look at themselves you know all clarence thomas has to do is get help go to a shrink but he would never because it's all of it's the republican way it's our problem it's like brian kilmeade said is your son gonna get another career is he gonna pull another career out of his ass? It's it's just, it's the same mentality. It's not the it's not our fault. It's you. It's everybody else. And the scam. Yeah, you know, everything about Clarence Thomas is a scam. As far as his whole, I mean, his faux rage is real, but he's a fraud. He sexually harassed. Anita Hill and many other women, but he went up there and he pounded the table. Like uh, like justice. I like beer and went off on how he, it was a high tech lynching. Cause he's, he's proud and he's uh, eager to glom on to civil rights or to his race when it's convenient. Cause it wasn't a high tech lynching. It was an actual assessment on a man whether he, uh, he's fit to sit in a lifetime position, lording over the rest of us, so it wasn't a high tech lynching. But he's he's okay with using his race in that circumstance. And this, but this is what Republicans do. They like to mimic the actual you know, governance, actual um, legitimate. legitimate uh, things, legitimate concerns. They use it and they turn it on its head. But, and that's the truth right there. They, that's what he did. You know, he's so offended when anyone sees his race and gives him consideration in a time when the country was... Incredible. I mean, we're in the middle of, uh, or I don't know when was when did Jim Crow end? Exactly. Didn't you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, today is the end of Jim Crow. When did? Where's Booty? By the way, she's running around. When? Crew. Yes. 1968. Such laws remained in force until 1968. Okay. When did Clarence Thomas go to Yale? He went to law school in 71 and graduated in 74. So, okay, there you go. It's putting into context. And, yeah. He wasn't high-tech lynched. That's what pisses me off, you know? Because this is what they do. They use, they take, they exploit our causes, you know, to make a more perfect union. And it's like, no, honey, you're... You're being assessed for this lifetime position and you've been accused credibly by multiple women of sexually harassing them, which makes you unfit for a lifetime position on the bench. So don't conveniently fall back on your race when you're so adamant about how it denigrates you, how it diminishes you. Why don't you stand up like a man and take responsibility for your behavior and your actions? Right? Stand up as an adult. You don't want to be seen for the color of your skin. Just stand up and say I did it. We know we did it. We know that's what he did. But okay, because who would what who would who would accuse him otherwise? Why? Why would Anita Hill and all those other women that had similar tales, why would they make it up? What is, what are the, what's in it for them besides being harassed constantly by right-wingers, being vilified and dragged through the mud? And there he goes. Oh, well, now it's a high tech lynching when we're uh, but don't ever ever look at my the color of my skin except now and uh, give me that job I want so much, even though it's not paying me. It doesn't pay shit. <laughs> it's not worth it. That's the thing that got me annoyed too. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the pay. But, um, he's where is it? Mm -mm -mm. Oh, Clarence. Just resign. We are new this morning learning new details about Clarence Thomas's, the Supreme Court justice, his life off the Supreme Court bench. This morning, ProPublica broke a new report detailing lavish vacations, private jet trips, and VIP treatment at sporting events, all funded by several billionaire friends. Let's bring in our colleague Tom Foreman to explain. Good morning, Tom.
0: Good morning. You know, public support in the polls for the Supreme Court has really been dropping faith in the court. People just are not convinced that it's operating the way it ought to. And this report will not help. The most complete accounting yet of the high life of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas shows much, much more than previously known. More private jets, more fancy vacations, more sporting events, all gifts from mega rich businessmen and documented through public and private records, plus interviews by ProPublica. <laughs> Justice Thomas has been living a life of extreme luxury for 30 years, underwritten by at least four different ultra-wealthy benefactors. Earlier reports have revealed lavish gifts to Thomas including a house for his mother and this nine-day vacation in Indonesia from conservative billionaire Harlan Crow.
1: I've come from regular stock. Who <laughs> also
0: underwrote a film about Thomas's humble taste. Wow. I prefer the RV parks. Now the list of benefactors includes three more names according to ProPublica, David Sokol, Wayne Huizinga and Tony Novelli. The report says the four moguls collectively treated Thomas to 38 destination vacations including a previously unreported voyage on a yacht around the bahamas 26 private jet flights plus an additional eight by helicopter a dozen vip passes to professional and college sporting events two stays at luxury resorts in florida and jamaica and one standing invitation to an uber exclusive golf club the dollar value likely in the millions little of which appeared in required financial disclosures according to ProPublica Thomas has previously said he didn't feel the need to disclose some gifts Incredible. and that worries Jeremy Fogel an expert on judicial ethics and a former judge I simply couldn't
4: have done this and e- even if the people involved didn't have interest before the court uh, it, it's it's just the the Idea that you are receiving gifts of this magnitude.
0: Associate justices make about $285,000 a year. In 2001, when they made about 100000 less, Thomas spoke up.
1: The job is not worth doing for what they pay. It's uh-huh. not worth doing for the grief, but it is worth doing for the principal.
0: Now oh, he bristles benevolent. at questions about his principles. He calls Crow merely a friend. Just Crow a says friend they never talk about Thomas's everything. work. And the new report found none of mean, these wealthy pals seem I mean to have a had house. cases before the court. Still, which one of these new benefactors, uh, just
2: like Harlan Crow, came into his life after he was appointed to the Supreme Court? That's why it's so problematic from an ethics standpoint. Jesus Christ! Yes, I'll point. I'm sure they're not friends with uh, Uncle Clarence because he's a he's a scintillating conversationalist like me alright guys listen 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 we got more to talk about We'll but we'll do it next time it's disgusting they're disgusting if you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin Anybody who um knows anything about AI or something tr- if you have any ideas of how if there are any good tools that make that you're aware of that can help make clips out of the show cuz I want to I have to post clips that's how it's done I see that's what everybody else does and they you just gotta post like clicks, shorter clips. I'll take this show and make some shorter clips. Makes I gotta make shorter clips. Buddha Where the fuck are you? come here, honey. Buddha Booty Boo. Great, she's playing with a what are you playing with over there? A lighter. For my Buddha boot my bootsadon altar. Come on. All right, booty boos. Let's get together again during the week, hopefully. If I do have to say I have a lot of... I have to juggle a lot coming up. So it might be touch and go. But I hope to do a show during the week because I love you all. And if you can, please give the show a good review on iTunes. Remember to like and share all that stuff. Invite your friends. This is our Friday get-together, and I can't do it without you. I love you all. I really, really do. Yes, everything is a cat toy (laughs) to a kitten. That is the truth. Booty is so good. Such a good girl. She really is. She's such a goodie. All right, they're all good. Remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Thank you so much for hanging out, guys. I can't do it without you. I love you all. And I will see you very soon.